Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu. It's not just Stu doing this intro on his own today. It's Stu doing this episode on his own today. Um... I won't go too much into it, but um, Chris has um, had some 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 serious family stuff going on at the moment that that really does require his time, and 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 so I've had to um, pick up on this one on my own today um, and sit down with today's guest. Um, and I know that you, lovely listeners, are are aware and understanding of of some of the stuff that that Chris is dealing with at the moment, and so, yeah, you, you've got me on my own today, um, so much love to, to, to Chris and his family, and we'll get on with this episode. So, this episode, today, it's Darren Garwood. Now, Darren Garwood is a long-term, long-term or long-time, long-time friend of mine, um, and Quite a few years ago now, um, Darren, uh, I, I won't go too much into this because Darren does explain this, uh, you know, as the podcast unfolds, but um, this this podcast is predominantly about a book that Darren has wrote for um, Jackson. Now, Jackson is Darren's son um, and he's very unwell and I won't go into the, the ins and outs of of Jackson's illness and because Darren will explain as we go along but it's a it's a lovely episode um and it's all put together to push this book um we'll post the links to the book that Darren has wrote for his son um on all our social media posts so please go over there and have a have a look and and if you've got a couple of bob then then yeah, go and uh, go and buy it. Um, and aside from from everything else, Darren's got a, an amazing outlook on life, and he talks about how you know that perspective and outlook on life has changed, and and you know a, a, as he dis- describes what's gone on in his life for the last four years, um, you can understand how his outlook and perspective, you know, has changed and why it would have changed. Um, I'm starting to, to waffle on now and, and, and tell Dale's story for him, but please enjoy and and I'll call this an episode with Darren Garwood. Hardcore 
It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Hardcore Listing Podcast. Tonight's episode, well I don't know if it's tonight where you're listening to it, but it's tonight where I'm recording it. And yes, that's exactly what you heard when I'm recording it. Um, Chris isn't here tonight. Um, Chris has, uh, has, has got some some important family stuff he's taking care of today. Um, and so unfortunately he can't make the recording. But we've had this recording booked in for a long time. And... I said to Chris, well, that's fine, mate. I'll I'll crack on with this one on my own. Um, so it might be a slightly different demographic. But thankfully, um, this evening's guest is my mate. Uh, I'm not sitting with a complete stranger. And and it's my mate that I've known for, wow, uh, what am I now for? I reckon probably 20-odd years, if not longer than that. But probably longer than that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's Darren Garwood. How you doing, Stu? You right? I'm good, mate. I'm good. good. How you feeling? You nervous? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you you should be getting used to doing this sort of stuff uh, with your newfound celebrity, and because uh, I've seen you've been doing other bits of radio and stuff like that, which is good. And uh, but to give to give people a bit of backstory on 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 Dow, I mean Dow's top five is is one of them things that. Every time we've we, we, we've gone out or, or we're on social media, Darren will generally throw a fact out there that instantaneously, instantly you just think that's bollocks, <laughs> um, and generally you will justify the bollocks with, with, with fact. I'm a bit of a googler, so yeah, I seem to find the uh... so. Uh, so you've got? Have you got? You made notes. I've made. I've made a few. Well, you said good. five, but I've made more than five. That's all right. You can have honourable mentions. That's good. Good because I, I didn't know which was the best. I had to keep it a bit. All right. So if we was to, like, I mean, what I should say as well is to, today's episode split. I mean, you've got your top five, um, which is. Well, how would you describe your top five? Top five. Just. I've got top five. Base, uh, there's psychological disorders, there's true facts, and there's laws. Right. So it's the strangest laws, strangest psycholo- uh, psychological disorders, and just general facts that might people might not know. So we'll, we'll, we'll put that under the, the, the umbrella of top five facts that Darren Garwood will try and justify. All right? Sounds good. So that's not the only reason we're here today. Um, this is the first um, episode we've done where... We're we're here to talk about a charity, right? And and a book. Yeah, yeah. And 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 yeah, and, and importantly, your son. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you want a bit of backstory on Jackson? Yeah, go on. Do you, do you want to do it, or I do it? Or yeah, it's going to sound better from right. you. Yeah, um, one years old. My boy was doing fine. Everything was normal. Oh, Eleven months. He was um, walking, t- oh, nearly walking, talking, feeding himself, and. One day he just stopped using his hands and, uh, and his arms. We thought it was quite strange, took him to the hospital and um, he was diagnosed after a week in Great Ormond Street with a terminal illness uh, called Krabby disease, which is really rare. I was told that only, um, it was their third case at Great Ormond Street in 25 years and only one kid a year in the UK is born with it. 
so they don't really have a clue how to treat it. Yeah. It's so rare, there's no there's no cure. So that was what we was left with. So you can imagine the world come crashing down, mm -hmm. and it was yeah, it was real crap. You know, you can. I wanted to be fair. Now I don't want to make it sound dull and miserable this at the moment. But it's dull and fucking miserable, yeah, Dale. Yeah, you know, it's not a joyous but thing to discuss, is I, it? I could have finished it all then. Yeah. You know, like. But my missus said to me. Come on, you've got a, Jackson don't know what's happening. We've got to be there. We've got to be strong for Jackson. Yeah. And you start going through all different sort of emotions, you know. First of all, you think, why couldn't it be that kid? Why couldn't that be kid? But when you clear that out of your head, you realise no kid deserves it. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not... Even if it was, you know, the world's horriblest family, that kid still don't deserve it because they're only learning off their parents. So, you know, I've got a little daughter now, and the amazing thing is where she only sees us care for Jackson, yeah. she hasn't. She don't know nothing else. She's one, just over one. She walks up to Jackson, cuddles him, and gives him a kiss. She, she, you know, you can't learn. It's not learned. It's just, yeah. it's made as a person, you know. Unless you, you know, she can't see anything else but yeah. love. And that's the... Anyway, yeah, so... And Jackson, he's how old now? He's four. Turned four. He was given till two. It's amazing, so, mate. And, but it's to do with my wife's looked into diets and basically we've just gone down for, to organic, dairy-free, sugar-free and we look into a lot of that of foods. We know what certain foods do to you. I mean, I don't want to go off the... You can go, go wherever yeah, well, you want, Dal. I mean, it's you your podcast, into, mate. When you look into foods, if you look, and this will shock some people, but f uh, formed meats, which is sausage, certain sausage burgers, ham, you know, when you see that formed sort of, uh, note on there, basically the World Health Organisation put that in the same category as carcinogenic asbestos, you know, also carcinogenic other products. So they'll say, oh, you're only allowed a certain milligram or whatever that a day. That's fine, we can eat a sausage day. But then when you've eaten another form of processed stuff, which then bumps your levels up, you're, you're, so basically you're eating a product that will give you cancer mm -hmm. in small doses. So, but we're, as a nation, we're eating it regularly, you know, often, you know, have a breakfast, you might have a burger when you get in, or you might have a pie that's got that meat. Yeah. You don't know. And but my, you know, when I, when I look into it, I think, hang on a minute, there's all these stuff on cigarette packs, packets to say this product will give you cancer, but we're quite happy giving our kids a pouch of food where that product can give you cancer. Yeah. It's, and that's, so look, basically, we've took him, we grow all our own veg, we've got our own chickens, we do everything ourselves. We can't afford to eat like that because it is expensive, but we might, I'll make sure Jackson gets it, you know. He's, um, most most uh, medicines come from plants, fungus, or some sort of bacteria. Mm -hmm. So if they say, oh, he's, he's, he's missing vitamin C, then we'll give him a lot more, more lemon, mm -hmm. and you need a salt to absorb it. So we've looked right into it. So instead of getting a synthetic form, we make it ourselves, oh, yeah. and we give it to him. And it's it's a nature's way. And I'm, you know, if he really does need medical attention, you know, we won't ever neglect him of it. You know, of course. Oh, this isn't happening. Shit, we better, you know, we're taking up the hospital. We need this to supplement him, you know, which we've done a few times. You know, even down to when he had seizures, he had, he had this, he's prone, with the condition he's got, he's prone to seizures. He's had one. At one time, we took him to Basin Hospital. They'd never seen a kid with Crohn's disease before. That's how rare it is. And we took him in there. They went, they'll give him this drug called Baclofen, which is a, it's a muscle relaxant, but side effects of seizures. So you need to take another drug to combat that seizure. Yeah. I said to him, so what's this do? They went, it uh, will numb every muscle in his body. It'll relax it. I said, well, including the heart and the lungs, because they're still muscles, you know. They need to work. Oh, yeah, it should do them. Well, I said, well, I'm not giving it to him. I need something. So I went online and found CBD oil. Yep. Gave it to him straight away. Instantly stopped having a seizure. Not had one since. Regular use. That's incredible. So how can they... Anyway, you know, I'm going a bit too far into the... Well, that's, that's, been, that's very much in a public eye now, isn't mm. it? You know, and... and 
you know, I think people are, are starting to wake up to the, the, the benefits of that now. Definitely. Which is... And if I'm, my kids first hand, you know, you can see it is when people say you know, there's no benefit. But for a child like mine, if there is any, if it's going to disturb the brain or anything like that, or as this, pro, you know, when you get older, it's going to give that's not a chance for my son. You know, let's, let's give him a drug that's not addictive, that he doesn't wake up and crave for, that you can wean him off it whenever you want, and it's not damaging the body. Yeah. It makes sense. But, you know, you have to fight for this stuff, and you know, we'll do it. We'll do it. We won't, like I say, I don't ask permission. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I know what my son, if it was going to harm him, I wouldn't. Anyway, so, yeah, so we took it into our own steps. We do our own stuff. We've... Um, we use a hyperbaric chamber in our house to breathe oxygen, which helps um, pump red blood cells. I have to try and remember what things do, but I know it helps him because I've seen such an improvement with him. I mean, I've seen a kid who went into this hyperbaric chamber, 40 sessions, 40 hours, couldn't even talk. 40 hours into it, I kept seeing the same family every week, so it was one a week. At the end of it, he's sitting there reading a book to his dad. Out wow. this stuff, you know, when they say, oh, there's no evidence, I've seen, you know, I've seen the evidence yeah. firsthand. You know, this stuff does work. Um, the NHS don't provide it, so we bought one. And when the you know the footballers use it, I mean, if they're yeah. a lot of money, they need to be get they need to get it fit quick. Yeah. So if they they know there's benefits from yeah. it, you know. So and so before we get on to your top fives, I mean, I know when um, Jackson first got his diagnosis, yeah. um, you know, you didn't know. As you said, you you told him might might live to two. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I remember there was a. A, a, a friend of ours set up a, a crowdfunder, didn't it? To, um, a, 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 not a crowdfunder, it was similar to what was it? It was a um, just giving page, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. To try and raise some money. So, you know, you wouldn't have to go to work. You could, yeah, you know, you yeah. know spend, spend some time at home with the family. And uh, and, then, and then since then, you know, you, you've looked at other ways to, to obviously to raise money to the, buy the, 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 yeah, the, 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 the chamber. The, the, chamber, the yeah. auction chamber. Yeah, I mean, we. What we do now is once a year we do a, a walk. We're not walkers, we don't do no training for it. And we, on the day, we go, right, we're going to do 30 miles a day. And we do 60 until our legs give up, you know, 60 yeah. to 80 miles. And it's tough, you know, over Kent Downs, we walked from Rochester to Canterbury and back, raised about 13,000. It was brilliant, you know, everyone stuck together, everyone done well. Um, I want to keep that going every year, whether the money goes to Jackson or whether it can go to a charity yeah. that's helped us. I'd like to do that just in, in Jackson's name to keep yeah. it going. But where people were so good and they kept, you know, we put, every time we'd done a Just Giving, people were so good. And I yeah. started to get, I don't know about Barry, you know, I didn't want to keep asking and asking because sure. you can't keep asking the same people for... Yeah, that's understandable, like, but but people wouldn't give if they didn't no, want to give. Yeah, exactly. I do know that, but I just felt, do you know what, we can't keep asking and asking. Um, so I come up, I was sitting there one day and my wife said to me, I wonder what your dreams of. I said, well... I don't know this, and I've always been good with words. You know, I can do countdown. I can get most of the good words. I know how words are supposed to start and end to make them. So, I mean, I, I drive past and signs and think and make anagrams out of it. Or, yeah. And uh, we have this lady that comes around to see Jackson. But I won't say where from, but she um, comes around to see him. It's for children at any age deserve an education, whether it's just playing with them or whatever. And she come around. I told her, and she went. I think someone's autistic. <laughs> That's because I could do that with words. Yeah. You shouldn't have to label everyone just because yeah. I'm good with words. It doesn't make me autistic. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, so um, I started writing stories about Jackson being a, didn't have no powers in a day like he has. And, but at night, you know, we, we got to bed thinking I was just laying in bed, but I wanted him to try and trick him, try and make him believe that at night he goes on superhero adventures. 
So I've wrote a series of books and he loves them. I use all these, all the words that he likes to hear. You know, for example, which isn't in, it's in one of my stories, you know, I always say to him every night, good night boy, wake up big and strong. So, and I know he likes that because he does a little smile for me. Yeah. So I've changed his words to good night boy, wake up big and strong, morning will soon be here, it won't take long. You know, yeah. just to use words that he knows, yeah. that he knows that we say, you know, and that's, uh, he loves owls. I've got a tattoo of an owl on me back, I'm, yeah. you know, and just the toot toot. So I thought, oh, first one, I'll do, well, it's just one of them. I've done a story about an owl. Yeah. Jackson gets an owl to travel, Jackson saves an owl. So... Um, so the first book is called Jackson uh, Saves an Owl, yeah. Yeah. So Jackson's superhero, Jackson Saves an Owl. It's on Amazon. It's been out for a good few weeks now. Um, the illustrations, beautiful. We done that. Yeah, my mate Carl. He, um, I know I've known him since I was about nineteen. I'm thirty-seven now, and it was just a bloke who I knew was good at artwork. And I yeah. just, I was sitting there one day. And I said, I've wrote this story. Jackson loves it. I want to get it into a book form because I'm getting, you know, getting all my papers yeah. twisted up. I said, Carl, can you do that for me? It'd be really handy if you did. He said, yeah, 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 definitely. He um, done the pictures. I thought, this is this is pretty good. Yeah. So I started sending it around to all the publishers without uh, Carl knowing. Managed to get in touch with this old guy that used to be the manager of my brother's band. Yeah. He lives in Denmark and he's he had his own publishing firm and and he was he's had stuff published before. So I thought, I'll just see what he thinks because I'm getting a couple of knockbacks. One company wanted to do something, but they mm-hmm. wanted me to pay a certain amount, and I thought, I don't want to get in debt over it I just if, if it can help people it can help people if I don't want to I haven't got the money you know to, uh, yeah, to be putting money into it um, and he said I love it he's, he's read it to his child absolutely loves it and um, yeah it was a uh, and I was well chuffed so I phoned up my mate Carl and said do you know that book you've done for me for Jackson he went yeah I said uh, well I've only got us a pub you've got your illustration, illustrator's deal it was well chuffed oh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful book yeah and uh and just looking at the, the back page, it's beautiful photo of, of, of you reading it at Jackson as well. Which oh, that is... was the most, that was the best thing I could do, you know, out of everything. It took me since February to now to get this out there. And yeah. when I got that book, put it on my lap and read it to him in that, you know, in the proper finished form. Yeah. That was it, you know, that was, that's what made it all worth it. And I just wanted to, you know, I've explained it on the radio before, um, but if there's kids out there, and as a parent to a kid, as a, to a disabled child, um, you sit there and read every book on the shelf and it says this kid, this child done this, this child done that yeah. and you think, it's not, you know, my child will never do that yeah. because he, won't, he might not be a footballer because it's all in daytime, you know. So I thought, but he can in his dreams. So if these children out there, not just my child, there's other children out there with parents that are struggling to read a book because they know their child's never going to go out yeah. and do it. And then I thought, if I can trick him to sleep... It'll give me a break, and I don't mean yeah, it. Oh, yeah, no, parents, no, of course. Two hours a course. night of sleep, you know, you can imagine how tired he was. Mm. Um, yeah, if I if I can trick him into believing he's gonna go do whatever he wants, astronaut hunting dinosaurs, you know, hanging yeah. around with dinosaurs, you know, flying. You know, I've wrote loads. Jackson saves Christmas, and um, I started reading these stories, and he started sleeping from seven o'clock at night to seven o'clock in the morning. That's can, amazing. Because he's still there. I always say he's in a body that don't work for him, because he. I asked him for a high five once. This was a few months ago, and he was—he really struggles with his arm lifting up. And I went to the kitchen, come back, and his hands up there waiting for me. So it's—it's it's a real delayed sort. Yeah. Of, he can't control everything. So, yeah. So that was it, really. So I just decided to write a book. It's all got a bit um, crazy, really. Yeah. It's, we haven't gone. We come. We was five on the Amazon bestseller charts the other week. That's you know so what I mean? Down. I don't. I haven't. I don't know if it's been sold. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But what money's coming? You know, I'm not even thought about that. You know, yeah. I just, I just, um, if it, 
I'm getting a lot of messages from families who have, who have got troubles with their, you know, their kids have got issues, and I'm getting a lot of stuff back from them, which is such a, that's the best thing to see. Yeah, when of you, course, mate. When you get a it's message beautiful. saying, you've just, my kids want to go to bed now because they want to be a superhero tonight, just like Jackson, yeah, it's, you know, that's made it all yeah. worth it, you know. It's, um, but we say, for example, we, um, I was getting two hours sleep a night. Uh, I was still trying to work because I had a lot of time off when Jackson was diagnosed. I like to go back to work. I was getting two hours sleep a night. I then went off work with stress and I couldn't sleep. The doctor tried to give me tablets to sleep. I said, I can't take tablets to sleep because I need to be awake for when Jackson wakes up. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I was, um, had a few months off there. I then got glandular fever from being worn out. And me and my wife hadn't been out together for over a year because of Jackson, no one can look after yeah. Jackson. And she booked, <laughs> I was supposed to go back to work on the following Monday, she booked to go and see Coldplay at Wembley. I thought, oh, brilliant, I love Coldplay, I haven't seen her for years. And I went out to see it, went to Wembley, I had two beers, I wouldn't have minded, I had two beers, walked up to the um, toilet, come back, fell over on this wet step, and you know when you think, shit, I've hurt myself, you know, really yeah. hurt. I tried to stand up, I was like, oh, well, Becca's coming, what's the matter? So I've just fallen over, and the security guard was there, they took it all down, now he's not broken. Now, fair enough, so I watched the rest of the gig, trying to walk up Wembley Way, it was a killer, and then I woke up next day, and I thought, oh, God, and we was actually going on a respite break with Becca's family to this cottage, or it was like a lodge in Suffolk, and, um, yeah, we went there, and I thought, I was taking all these tablets to try and get rid of the pain, I drove there, it's only an hour and a half, something mm. like that, um, and all, all the way, this is what women are like, well, my, my lady, she's, um, I get out of the car after driving a couple of hours, She's like, why are, you, why are you putting on a limp? No one's here. No one sees it. No, why are you looking for attention? <laughs> and I was like, it, it hurts. It really does hurt. You know, I can't. All oh, right, anyway, we had a hot tub there. Um, struggling to get in the hot tub. Look at you looking for attention. Look at you. I was like, no. Anyway, done the week there. I just got the call back to say my, it was glandular fever. So I was feeling a bit ropey as well when yeah. I had a bad leg, you know. She's like, oh, what's it matter? I was sleeping in the day. I never sleep in the day. Yeah. Anyway, got back, and I'd go back to the work on a Monday. So I thought, oh, my legs still work, and I'll drive myself to the hospital. Drove up to the hospital, went in there, went in, had x-ray, went, did you drive yourself? I was like, yeah, it's hurting a bit. She went, you've broke it. You've got, a, I was in plaster for six weeks, or just under six weeks, from my hip down to my ankle. I broke the And, but the, do you know what? I'm sitting there thinking, Glenda, all this. And then I thought, I had to phone up work, very well, I had to go back on the... I went back for one day and got glandular fever hit me, so you they think I'm taking the yeah. piss, I would have fallen. And I phoned them up, so I won't be a Monday, I broke my leg. They're like, you're having a laugh, and I said, I slipped down, slipped over, and I just broke my leg. But I'm thinking, oh shit, what am I going to do? You know? In the end, I just thought, thinking of it now, and a week afterwards, I was thinking, it's the best thing that could have happened. I'm sitting here, sitting on the floor with my son for yeah. six weeks. Glandular fever, I couldn't do none of that, because yeah. I was in bed, yeah. you know? I sat on the floor for six weeks, just cuddling him. Yeah. It was the best six weeks I had, you know. Whether yeah. I had a broken, it was horrible because the plaster's heavy and everything. Yeah. But I'd done, you know, in six weeks. So I, it was the it was the best six weeks yeah. I've had. Not even. Brilliant. Well, look, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about the book, and then obviously we want to talk about other fundraising things because we want to discuss um, your your mate Russell Brand as oh, well, because yeah. um, that's a that's a nice little story and a nice part of the. Uh, that the fundraising has happened over the recent recent years. Um, but I guess we should start on the top five. <coughs> right, I'm going to st start with one, just because I like drinking beer and I don't get enough time to drink beer because okay. I've got two kids and I'll probably drink about once every six weeks if I right. get out. So I'm not a big... And then fall over and break your And head. then fall over and I'll arm myself, yeah. 
Well, I've just found out one the other week that 93,000 litres of beer are lost in the facial hair of men every year in the UK. In facial hair? Facial hair, 93,000 litres of beer. I think that's amazing, you know. So you, you used to have quite a big beard, didn't you? You yeah. got it a little bit... It's, it's a little bit more groomed. Yeah, no, yeah. so I, probably, I reckon there's a couple of pints in there. So do you reckon that that's... In, in, in recent times, in the, you know, in the... The evolution of the hipster beard. Do you think uh, it, it's, it's increased? Up. I reckon it's gone up. Yeah, I reckon we're eating, um, you know, a million maybe. We're in dangerous times. Yeah, yeah. I reckon the amount of hairy men these days, mm. it's got, and women, <laughs> that's 93 percent. Um, yeah, that's the, was that was that specifically male? No, did I you think say? it was just men in male facial right. hair. Yeah, I, you know, I'm hoping it was just male facial hair. Yeah, but um, but then again, I guess you know, even if the woman's got a slightly hairy top lip. Them pints of Guinness, it's gonna hold, isn't it? It's, it's like a Kleenex. It was just of course like it is, mate. Up. It's got a good bit of perfume uh, on just, it. Was, I've done a couple of friendly ones here because I don't oh, want right. to get to it. I mean, I've got another one where he's um, like a crocodile. I like, I like this one because I like it's, I like animals and I like stuff. Okay. But a crocodile can't poke his tongue out. See, that's I like that because what I think in my head when I first read that is. It's fucking, it's fucking hard enough. Don't give yeah. it the ability to bully as well. Yeah, you know, that's just mean. Yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty hard. It's pretty tough. And if it can start taking the piss out of people as well, yeah, it's a bit nasty. It's not... It's got a, a, a stupidly long mouth, hasn't it? Mm. But you'd imagine it'd have like a tongue that'd hang out the front of it should it want to. You would think just because, yeah, bloodthirsty, you mm. know, having... Yeah, I don't know. I just like that one because it's... Uh, people... Yeah, crocodile. I like I like animals. I right. Like facts. Have you verified that all of these are true? Well, the one of my facts. Right. You, you, there you is know. there is there's there's uh, medical papers on it. Right. But someone said it was a hoax. But what I found out later, and you could, it's, I can't even say the word properly because mm-hmm. it's called bonotherapy. It's a psychological psychological disorder that makes people believe that they are a cow, and that is you know. Done a little bit more research on it. Um, it was around about the 1800s that there was this guy that he thought he was a cow, and there's only been a couple of like um, people to claim that they've got this. Specifically, cows. Uh, bovine. <laughs> so, 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 so yeah. So it can be all sorts of. Right. But um, he, one, this guy actually wanted to be taken to the slaughter and formed into a burger. To be eaten. So, but this is 1800s, I believe. So he didn't know about formulated he didn't, meat. He didn't know about formed meat. So he's probably quite organic and free Yeah, range. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> oh, when I was chatting to Chris about what you were going to do for your top five, remind me, though, was it you that was telling me about the sell-by dates on crisps? Yeah, I'll be fair. They, all crisps go out of date on a Saturday. <laughs> But <laughs> do you know what? Where was he when you <laughs> it said it? it was in Berlin? It was in Berlin on your brother's stag do, wasn't we? And you said that, and obviously we was all shut up, Darren. And then throughout the rest of the holiday, when anybody had a bag of crisps or anything, you was bang on the money. Was, wasn't you? Yeah, I think there is a couple because crisps. This is going to get strange. It's not that I'm into it, but Pringles ain't classed as a crisp. They're not a crisp. Because they're the same shape throughout. Yep. A crisp is a random shape yep. of potato. So I don't know about Pringles. Mm-hmm. And some nuts are out of date on a yep. Saturday as well. But I'll be fair, I did overhear that on a radio station. But I like to, it's a fact that I like to keep. Yeah, it's a good one. So, um, 
Yeah, that's another. I mean, like even guinea pigs. We used to have guinea pigs. Oh, this was the one and I the remember thinking pigs, was lies. Yeah, no, in, I think it's in Scandinavia, Sweden, maybe something like that. Um, they, you're not allowed to sell a single guinea pig as they get lonely. So when my <laughs> one of my guinea pigs died, it was lonely. So I got the local paper out, got the lonely page out, and I sat on there and whatever one it, it went to, I was quite. Yeah, you know, I wanted to see, and we sat there and watched Bend It Like Beckham. So we didn't, so we didn't get lonely together because he, he felt lonely. His mate had just died, yeah. you know. So we was just bonding. And but he had been um, attacked by the rabbit in his paradise down one side. Rabbits and guinea pigs get a bit fruity together, which we didn't know. I've and got a cassette scar there on my hand. Just about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that's a rabbit. Um, we we bought, <laughs> we bought two rabbits. Um, textbook thing when 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 my, my children were younger can we have a rabbit and it was like right well i know full well that after about two weeks oh you won't want it you won't want it you have to clean it out and no one cleans out a rabbit in the winter right. it's going to be eating its own sh yeah so that's exactly what happened and then what happened was one of the rabbits was a serial rapist and <coughs> just raped the other submissive rabbit constantly uh so it I just happens. thought, right, this rabbit needs to have its uh, nuts done. And because it nuts, aren't they? And I'm not a rabbit nut looker, be I, honest I, with I you. I didn't actually look at the, no, the, 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 the ball sack. My rabbit's nuts was bigger than my cat's nuts. <laughs> it was, Why are you looking at all your animals' nuts? What happened was, my little, we had a hairy rabbit, but he was bald underneath for Whoa, some reason. A, a hairy rabbit? You mean a rabbit? A rabbit? They're all hairy no, by but default. It was bald underneath, but it, when my wife picked it up because it was getting really attracted to the guinea pigs. You had a balding rabbit. Uh, by the way, the rabbit was called Boom Boom Valerie Boyanov. <laughs> called what? Boom Boom Valerie Boyanov. What's that? It's Valerie Boyanov. He's a, he's a Bulgarian football player. And I got a bit <laughs> obsessed with Bulgaria. Well, not obsessed. I like Bulgaria. Um, I've been there once or twice. And um, there was this football player that I liked. And he ended up, funny enough, I sort of started calling me Rabbit. But, and the fans called him Boom Boom. Right. So, it was, so we named the rabbit. It was quite, a, it was quite funny in the vets. Boom Boom Valerie Boyanov Garwood. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so um, this we named him that. So um, yeah, he ended up playing for Man City, funny enough. I only played that for four games and then got injured and got sent back to where he would come from, Fiorentina. But anyway, I'm a football fan as well and rabbit. But. Well, I'll tell you what, now's a good time to talk football then. Mm. Um, in regards to uh, a, a meeting that you had when yeah. you. Um, when, when, uh, if, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Um, because I think I might even have mentioned something about this story pre previously on one of the, the the episodes, but it's a beautiful thing. And one of the things that you wanted to do was take Jackson to West Ham, yeah. Because yeah? well, you've, you've, apart from your eldest brother, you, you're all a family I'll, of West Ham supporters. I'll be fair. Yeah? That's a bit of a lie. I'm a Tottenham fan. Oh, okay. And what it was, are you? You're not supposed to change. But when I was about five, I was yeah. to West Ham, and it's a big game in our family. And what my brother's friend was Bubbles the mascot. Right. So he, he phoned me up out of the blue and said, how would you like to come and meet the players at West Ham? And I thought, maybe get, come as a mascot. And I thought, I'm not a Tottenham fan. I'm a Tottenham fan, but how good would that be? Jackson on the pitch with the players, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we didn't get the mascot part, but we got invited to the lounge, the players' lounge. Oh, like the lounge. It was Bobby Moore Lounge. So we are in there, met David Moyes. He wasn't manager at the point, but he'd mm -hmm. just come over. Um, Trevor St. Clair, our West Ham player, mm -hmm. Bobby, Mo um, Bobby, not sorry, not Bobby Moore, um, Billy Bonds, mm -hmm. um, and Trevor. Be fair, Trevor St. Clair. He said, "Do you want to go out for a gachos after?" Didn't even know who he was. Are you coming for? For? I said, "Look, I've got to take the boy home. I'd love to come out, but I've got to look after Jackson." You know. 
Um, while he was in there, um, I just went up to Russell Brandt. He was in there, and I said, all right, mate, how you doing? I told him, because he's from Grays, obviously. There's a few mm -hmm. people we know that used to go to school with him yep. and what have you. And Previous guest, Dennis Thompson, yeah, who Dennis Thompson, put his book yeah. out. Yeah, yeah Dennis, uh, the fish. No, not the fish. I'm getting different. Greedy the fish. Greedy fish, that's the mm -hmm. one, and the, and the wandering worm. That's, that's the it. one. Um, which are good books, actually. Um, yeah, so I just started chatting to him about people from around the area, and he was like, oh, where are you from? And anyway, I um, I never mentioned about Jackson. My dad, we took Jackson home, my dad and my brother stayed there, and they mentioned it. And next thing you know, I've got a call. All right, Dal, it's Russell Brand, off the telly, from Grey's, you know, Russell. Didn't know how to, probably, you know, I don't know how he didn't want to sound too yeah. too up there, you know. And he said, give me a ring back. I said, shit, you know, never... You know, the most famous person I've seen was right said Fred at, uh, um, at uh, a Radio 1 road show in the Isle of Wight when I was about 11, you know. Um, Not to be sniffed at, Dal. I still in the back of my mind, you know, I'm still <laughs> um, What bloke? <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, so I, I rang him back and he was like, you know, and I didn't want to come across... Take the piss if you know what I mean. He yeah. phoned me up and said, "What can I do for you?" I said, "I want to take my boy to Disney. He's been given he's been given a year. I want to take him to Disney. I want him to not not America, but just Euro because we can get there on the train. We don't have to think about flying and getting all this stuff over." And he said, "What would you want from me?" I said, "Can I just do? A, can you just sign a few stuff and I'm gonna do an auction?" He went, "No, no, no." He went, "I'll do a gig for you. I'll do a gig for your for your son." I was like, "Bloody hell, really?" I said, "I will tell you what. I started sort of going dizzy when he told me this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get this amount of money and you can have it all." I was like, shit. He said, you get the venue and I'll take you from there. So I rang up a guy we know as well, yep. Mark, and um, I said, look, um, this is at the Civic Hall in Grays, isn't it? Grays. I said, look, can you, give me, can you give me a few dates of the Civic Hall because I've got this Russell Brand coming down. He's going to do it for my son. I'm a little bit blown away by it. I need to give him a few dates. I phoned Russell back up and said, I've got these few dates. Can you do it for me? He texted me back. He said, yeah, I can do it. He said, leave it with me. I've got the best production company in the in the, in the country, and that was, I was like, bloody hell. And you I mean, know. if I remember rightly, this whole thing from concept to gig was weeks, wasn't it? Oh, four, five, if if that, four yeah. weeks. He just done everything. He literally, I literally sat back. I was going to start getting tickets produced because, and he just said, that, leave it to me. And I'll tell you what, I'd love you know the one thing that does me in a little bit when someone does something nice for me, I want to thank them. Because I've not, I've seen him a couple of times afterwards. He gave me some tickets for a gig, but when I speak to him, I don't think the thanks enough because he doesn't probably doesn't realise what he, I could yeah. I achieve with that money. You know, yeah. for taking Jackson, even um, just we went to this nature park in Spain. We done Disney. We went to this nature park in Spain. We got a ferry over. Just the best holiday, sort of that. And I, I always put it down to when we went there, he didn't become ill while we was in Spain. It was like we was out of the pollution. He started laughing and smiling again. It was so, you know, these little things that he don't know that he done. Mm. But, you know, I like to say thank you. And it was basically, he went, right, I've done it for you. There you go. And do you know what? He, he'd done brilliantly for us. You know, I can't, would never knock him, you know, what he's done. But I just feel like I need to thank him. And he probably doesn't need thanking. He probably mm. don't want thanking. It's because he's a good bloke. Mm. But I think as well, where... Um, and, and be fair, when we was looking for that chamber, to get the, he, he tweeted out for that, and he, we got all sorts of donations through. You know, it was, it was a really, really good bloke. But I think I might, might have um, hassled him a bit too much texting. <laughs> you know, because I was, I was like, I was a little bit blown away by it all. Do you know, like this bloke, you know, he's got my number. I've got his, and he's like one of the biggest stars. Yeah, superstar, isn't he? Yeah, and I was like, uh, then I started talking about football and we'd text about football, and then 
I think after a while he's probably gone, oh, fuck's sake, this bloke, I've only done it for the wrong bloke here because he's yeah. texting me far too much. <laughs> but be fair, he still texts on Jackson's birth, you know, wishes Jackson yeah. happy birthday. And I, he, um, I asked him for a couple of tickets. Well, he said to me, I'm down the cliffs. I see you down there, yeah, didn't you, I? Yeah, 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 that's true. And he said, I've got a couple of tickets, you've just had a baby, do you want a night out? I said, yeah, I'd love to, and how important? He said, I'll leave you a couple of tickets behind the desk for, you know, so say I've left them for. Russell's left me a couple of tickets. You know, I felt really important. But Brilliant. At the end of the night, when we got backstage of him, he walked up to me, and Becca, had, like my wife Becca, had just had a baby, so probably two, three weeks, something yeah. like that. Jackson was at home with my mum and dad, which was quite rare, because yeah. depending on how he is, we wouldn't have gone, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and he walked straight up to me, and he goes, I recognise you. I said, oh, I said, I'm Darren. He went, bloody hell, mate, how's Jackson? You know, and that, not, I didn't care that he didn't, yeah. rec- you know, he rec- whether he didn't know my name, but he knew Jackson straight away. Yeah. And that was the, that's the, you know, that is important. That's yeah. my main important. I don't, you know, I do care, but I don't, if you know what I mean. Jackson yeah. was the focus. Jackson's still the focus. And he was like, hey, Jackson, oh, I hope it's all right, mate. How are you doing? And, you know, and he said, to, he said to Becca, oh, hey, you're looking well, you know. And I just think, what a top bloke. I'd love to be uh, able to. Do you know what? Him. And, he gets a lot of bad press, and, and and the thing is, Russell Brand, like, I mean, that show he done in Grace, yeah, amazing, was amazing, absolutely mate. amazing. It was such a personal show as well. Put me up on stage and I shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it was all a lot of the, the the show was all about the area that we grew up yeah. in and the schools and stuff. So it yeah. was brilliant. It was such a personal show, and and I, I've seen Russell Brand live many many times now, and 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 I think I, I sometimes I say to people like, oh yeah, you know. I'm going to watch Russell Brand. He's a fucking idiot. And like, and it's it's so. So many people just don't like him without even giving him a go. They just they look at him and they just write him off. And I just yeah. think, do you know what? Like, have a listen to what he says because he says some smart oh, shit. Mate, without a doubt, and, it's changed my life. I tell yeah. you. And I've had people who follow Russell, who now follow up me through Jackson yeah. for Jackson. And there's one woman, and she teaches yoga. She teaches meditation. Teaches that. I was having a real bad time once and I thought, she's following me, I know what she does, I'm just going to message her. Message her, I now sleep better than I've ever done because of this lady. You know, she gave me breathing exercise, I was struggling to sleep, you know, and she gave me breathing exercise. There's a lot of, and there's some lovely people, before, when I was in my single-minded life of just living my own life, pardon me, um, I probably would have went, oh, I don't care with that person, you know, not don't care, but as long as, I wasn't horrible. I wasn't, but I was in my, you know, every person's little bubble. You care about yeah. your family and that's it. But now, if I'm last to the cash point, if I don't care, you know. Yeah. And it's like I said, I think I've said to you before, I had a bloke give me a thousand pounds on uh, Jackson's page. I said, you don't know me, I don't know you, but I'm someone that cares. I'm like, bloody hell, you know, who's this bloke? Then I start thinking, when that car nearly hits me when I'm driving down the road, I'm not going to swear at them. You just say, you're a bad driver. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. you're not out there to hurt anyone. You're well, just I, know, I know that when we went to, um, we went to Brighton mm. maybe a year ago um, for, for your brother's 40th yeah. birthday. And, I mean, I turned up in the afternoon and you were all steaming by yeah, the time I got yeah, there. Yeah. Um, There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But I saw, I definitely saw a different side of you on that um, break. Because um, I think it's safe to say, growing up, Darren, I generally saw, was pretty much a fuckwit. I wasn't like, horrible, I was stupid. You weren't horrible no, at yeah, all. Yeah, I was stupid. Like, I'd done you know. things that got me in trouble, but when I realised now, I'd hate it to have done to myself. Yeah, you know, you know never ever nasty or anything like that. No, no, but no. like, you know, you'd be the one that'd be like, go on, they'll do that, and you'd do it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And uh, but um, but obviously, you know, like like all of us, you 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 fall in love, you settle down, you have children, yeah. and, and and you know, yeah. and you grow up. My mum said to me once. <laughs> Do you not want to... Oh, just... I've done something stupid. I spent... You know, wherever you spend the night that night. Anyway, and I come home and she went, do you, do you want to be known as the horrible bastard around the estate or the nice bloke? Do you want people avoiding you? And I thought, do you know what? I don't. And my, that, was the, mate, that was the best thing my mum said at me. And I was only probably about 19, 20, maybe yeah. 20, something like that. I said, I'd rather be known as the nice bloke where people go, all right, mate, how are you doing? Than yeah. saying... Keep away from that idiot. He's a fucking yeah. dickhead, you know. And I, that, that changed me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather. But sorry, going back to Russ. So Russ, when when we got sorry. to Brighton, what I wanted to say was like we was walking. Well, we was literally. I was trying to find a pub that I could get you all in that you yeah, wouldn't get yeah. turned away from because you was all bad. But the delay in getting to them venues was you was just stopping and you was talking to. Anybody that was homeless, you were sitting down with yeah, them yeah. and you were buying them a bit to eat and you was chatting to them. And, some chips and, that, and like, and you was just, and I just, and you was just, I remember you pulled me aside and you was like, I was like, come down. And you was like, no, you know, it's just, it's just nice to be nice, isn't it? And like, and, and it was just, it was just really like, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Lovely. Yeah, I just, uh, that £1.70 in my pocket yeah. is going to buy me half a pint. Yeah. Let's give a man some chips. You know, yeah. half a pint, I'm already pissed. It's yeah. going to... Oh, you was. It. Yeah, I was pissed, yeah. I mean, I went out <laughs> with work last Christmas to Brentwood and there was a tramp outside there. I had a little chat with him and um, <laughs> probably not... I gave him the rest of my fags and uh, gave him a fiver. You know, there you just go. Not That's that a good I night. I haven't got the money to do it. Yeah. But that just... What I'll say to myself is... I just won't have the beer, the next, the last beer. Yeah. I'll go home early, you know. Yeah. Like, that's that's all that matters to me. I yeah. go home. He's got to sleep on the street, but yeah. he's got some food. So that's what I that's what I tell myself now. Yeah. So that's nice that you you've got that that moment to you know perspective to just kind of think. Well, hang on a minute. It's not just about me and like you know. I'm, I'm fair play. You know, hopefully if I don't lose my job and things go, oh, I can get that fiver back tomorrow in a few minutes if you yeah. like. You know, yeah, if you yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever yeah. it, it is. But, you know, just sorry, I have, to, I have to say this, but going back to Russell Brand, and I don't want to keep mentioning him, but when you said he's such a nice bloke, 
I phoned him up once and said, right, you've done this for me, it's all going ahead, what papers do you want there? Thinking that he'll want paper, I don't know on there. I don't know on there, because I want to write shit about me. And I was like, and I really didn't understand what he was on about. Obviously he's done a lot of stuff and probably easy to write about. But the way I thought he would probably want the, oh, Russell Brand done this for this child, Russell yeah. done But no, that's, that just shows you the decent bloke yeah. he is. He didn't want all the sort of praise for doing it. He'd done it because he cared, and that is the main. That's the main thing. He yeah. looked at Jack. You know, he spent time with Jackson, and you know, just before the show and everything. Not a long time, but he wanted to make a little connection with him. Yeah. You know, so which was, you know, I, I'll never knock him. I'll never. Yeah, you no, know, I can't fault the man. You know, whether yeah. I see him again, whether I talk to him again, doesn't. You know, it does. Yeah. But he's 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 done that for done me. Done more than he ever could. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I can't ask for anything. Should we get another? Irrelevant, pointless fact in. This is only because I'm into my books at the moment. Okay. <clears throat> Guinness Book of Records holds the Guinness Be Book of Record for being the most stolen book from libraries. Really? So that's what I thought that was. So is the Guinness Book of Records in the Guinness Book of Records? It must be because I found this out. So <laughs> it must be. It must be in there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think. So I've got I've done no research on that. So why would you? I guess it's an interesting book. It's a great book to read on the toilet. It is. It, it's, you know, it's... Does it really change that much each year? Mm. No. No, I wouldn't have thought so. There's going to be a couple of points, but it must be a good money earner. <laughs> I <laughs> guess so. New... But I just think, is that um, Chinese guy still the tallest guy in the world? You know. I went to school with a lad whose dad was the, bri uh, the quickest bricklayer in the world. If you just made that no, up. No, no, seriously, it's John Gregory, his name was. I still remember his name because his son was called John Gregory as well. Right. You want to see my brother. He's been, he's been building Duplo blocks since uh, a kid. Yeah. When I told him this, my younger brother, he still wants to be the quickest bricklayer, but he's laying about four an hour, so I think he's going to struggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, though. It's a nice little wall. Oh, brilliant. I knew a geezer um, called Wilbert Greaves, and he was in the Guinness Book of Records, uh, and he was in the Guinness Book of Records for being the fastest athlete at the blocks ever. Beaten only, lost his record to um, Ben Johnson, the Canadian yeah. sprinter, yeah, yeah. that then had it revoked due, uh, on, the, on the drug oh, testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I, I don't know if Wilbert's been beaten since. I, how do you, you know him? Was it a, didn't come from Grays, did he? He did. <laughs> he did yeah, he lived in Grays, yeah. And, yeah, I... I, I yeah, I found that out, not through him, but I, I, obviously I stole the Guinness Book of Records out of the local library. Yeah, of course they and, did. Uh, <laughs> okay, then we sent it back to him. And, there was a, and, and the picture was Wilbert, because he, he was 110 metres hurdles, and there, there was Wilbert hurdling next to Daly Thompson. Daly oh. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a good thing to know. Yeah, that's it's right, good, isn't it? Yeah. Wait, I've got to tell you this one. Cause no, hang on, before we move on, because you, you're pointing through a penis, which yeah, you're obviously yeah, really yeah. excited about. Yeah. Before we get on uh, uh, penises... Um, if you was going to get in the Guinness Book of Records, Dal, what would you want to get in there for? Oh, mate. Do you know, it's going to sound... I've, I don't want to ruin... <laughs> there's a few things, to be honest right. with you. I mean... It's a, yeah, I mean... I, I don't... Look, if, I'm, if I say one now, I've not really thought about it. This is right. not arguing for All me. Right. I'm a really crap arguer. So if we had an argument... Right. You'd say, yeah, but you've done this. I'd go, yeah. And then I'd walk away and I'd walk out your house and I'd get down the road and go, no, hang on a minute. Yeah. I've done that as well. Then you'll yeah. come back and then I'll come back. back I think out. that's called married life. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you just I take it. You just take yeah. it on the chin and walk off and, and then you... It, yeah. But 
don't know. I really don't know what Guinness Book of Re what record would I have if I was a Guinness Book of Record. I really don't know. I really don't. Okay, look, you can't focus on that because you're too busy focusing on the word penis, which is written bigger than every other letter it on is. your notes. And capitals, funny enough. <laughs> it's all capitals, but it's bigger capitals. Right, go on in. Well, yeah, I think this fact is, I found this out by a long story. I'm a bit of a Googler. And I was sitting outside the medical centre in Harlow. And I googled the name, I googled the medical centre, and it went round to a restaurant, come up with a restaurant name that I'd eaten in a few months before. Right. And we'd done all this, I'd done all this googling, and then it come round to this doctor who had just wrote a paper on this condition called penis captivus. And that sounds like something from Life of Brian. I, yeah, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. But I was, so I was intrigued. I thought, what's this penis captivus all right. about? And it's where a man has it off with a lady. Okay, conventional. And, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All good. No, no drama. Yeah. <laughs> no, no issues. And he has it off, but the woman gets so excited that the penis contracts and keeps, the vagina contracts. Yes, yeah, sorry, the vagina contracts and keeps the penis locked in there until the woman can no, is no longer excited and can drop. But sometimes this this vagina can keep a penis in there for about like four or five hours. Penis captivus. Right. And it's there's a few cases throughout history, what? but the most recent one was in Kenya in 2016, and they were separated by a witch doctor, but really? using the witch doctor stuff, not because you can't pull them apart. You know, like I don't know how true this is, but this is gonna be, this dog. is gonna be the made up bit, isn't it? No, the, you know if you keep a dog, <laughs> I was always told as a kid when I'm up, mum used to go take the dog out for a walk, but if there's a there's another dog and it tries to hump it. Mm. Don't pull them apart because it'll snap the dog's penis off inside it. Really? That's a bit weird. And Do you think your mum was trying to breed your dog? I don't know. <laughs> just take it for a walk. Just take it. I want to try. Probably wanted the pups to sell. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and we're a bit short of cash tone. So, do you think... Do you think that needed a witch doctor or do you just think it was a very, very... Uh, <laughs> horny man that just thought I'm, I'm liking this <laughs> I ain't staying... going nowhere <laughs> no, I'm quite happy having my penis captivus it's not the first case though so it is a, I mean what, um, one of them was in a um, in a hotel and they got taken away on an ambulance but on one stretcher still inside each other inside her and so, this, this vagina's captivated the penis but surely it, you say it releases when she's no longer excited I, I've never it must be more anxious yeah it must um, be the body's locked up yeah. and everything. I'm keeping you in here because oh, I don't know how my body I suppose they reckon um, if you sneeze ten times in one go it's the equivalent to an orgasm I've heard that yeah mm. so I would imagine her body's sneezing inside if you know what I mean you know her body's still going it but I heard that women can orgasm if they sneeze I don't know times. look it's like the fact I heard if I farted 25 times I've got serious issues you know like with medical conditions yeah, what, what in succession? Yeah, it's like yeah. If no, no. If you fart, if you farted twenty five times in succession, you probably would go and need to see a doctor. <laughs> Look, if you know, you know my old man. Yeah. So you know he can, he can fart like an animal. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he blames everything on food poisoning. Do you remember that time? <laughs> <laughs> I got food poisoning on the way back from Berlin. Yeah. It's like, uh, food going around on the plane. I have a muffin. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, I, I got sat opposite your dad in a minibus on the way back to the airport where he literally had his hand on his mouth and a mouthful of puke. And I was thinking, I was going, Dad, pull over driver, please, pull over driver. I was going, in German. And I was thinking, you'll be all right, Tom. And I was thinking, please don't vomit again. Yeah. It's going to go on me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a funny one. So, 
It's like gherkin in a tin, but anyway. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, right. I've got a couple more. I mean, get, them all, get them all in. Get them all in. I don't want to upset anyone because I don't like doing it. I always think now, I'm always, people always think, oh, you know, like say when Jackson was first diagnosed, I had this thing in my head that when I walked around, if people knew me, oh, that's the bloke whose son's dying. You know, that's, this is, this, yeah. this dumb head in a bit, as you can imagine, it's yeah. dumb your head in for, head in for a while. So what I, I lead the life now is that I still want to joke, still want to have a laugh, mm-hmm. I still piss around. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people think as long as it don't upset them and harm them. Yeah. So, you know, like my kids were crying, especially my daughter, Sarah, and she was crying at this venture park we went to the other week. She laid on the floor, my nieces and nephews were there, they all kicking off. So I thought, no, I'm going to lay on the floor. I'll show them what it's like to be embarrassed. So I laid on the floor, kicked off, and they all stopped and looked at me. So I'm not harming. People might think, look at that. Did you get arrested? No, no, I didn't right. do anything wrong. But, but people might say, look at that twat there. I don't care what people mm. think of me. I'm not harming them. I've stopped my kids and my nieces mm. and nephews from crying so I don't care so this one I don't want to upset anyone because it's it's a little bit I'm not Scottish so it might upset the Scottish okay so, and but, bear in mind your sister in law Scottish she is yeah 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 <laughs> I don't mind that <laughs> <laughs> one in 50 Scots are heroin addicts really? yeah so there's obviously a problem up there bloody but that's bloody eye isn't it and what is it in England? Oh, I don't go that far oh, right. <laughs> it might be one in 12 <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know but another one just to check it out is that most I think it was like 80% of the mass murderers in the USA had the middle name Wayne <laughs> so, 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 hang on say that again I, I think it's about 80%. Right, it's hang on I think right, this a, sounds like guesswork no, now I could easily I, I took a photo of it on my phone I could easily find out. 80% of mass murderers have the middle name Wayne. In the USA. I'm going to find the picture on my phone because I did take a photo of this fact when I found it. As, um, <laughs> I thought it was a good one to have. Let's have a, I don't know how long so. That is incredible if that's the case. Yeah, I'm going to have to find it. Let's have a look. <laughs> oh, no, that's not text. Yeah, I don't want to stop talking. To that's all right. I'm on the f- looking, trying to find this. And how, do you know what how many uh, that eight percent was? That must be like how many mass murderers has there been? I don't know. And what constitutes a mass murderer? Oh uh, yeah, I don't really know. I've not, but I'm going to find this because this is going to kill me. I'm, this is you know when you can't think of things, it really really damages me. Oh, I need to find this. I need to find this. Um, no, oh God, where's it gone? I might have. Where's it gone? Um, no, I'm not gonna. F- I don't think I'll find it. Let's have a look just through there. Just so much crap on my phone. Where's it gone? There's pictures of family. I don't know what they're doing on there. <laughs> it's supposed to be just facts. Um, I mean, I've got loads of facts on here. Okay, come on, reel some off. Uh, well, men are six more times likely to be struck by lightning than women. Why? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> I've no idea. These are just. Uh, Oh, this is a good one, actually. If you're not really fit and you want to just sit there and lose weight, banging your head against the wall burns 150 calories an hour. Fuck <laughs> off. You can actually get skinny. Fuck <laughs> off. There is no, I run on a treadmill and it... Well, <laughs> no way. You've got, you got to bang your head while you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> banging your head against the wall burns 150 calories. It's true. It's no true. way. I'm not making that up. It's, it's, it's off the internet. It's got to oh, be right, true. Oh, right, blimey. It's yeah, gotta it's got to be true. Uh, what I normally do is buy a book... I mean, yeah, I buy a book, I read it on the toilet, and I read and absorb it. It's like it's in the state of Colorado, a pet cat, if loose, must have to wear a towel. Like, so you've got to know it's loose before 
You can turn the light on. Before you get the tail light out, to put it on the back. It's against the law to drive in Tennessee. It's against the law to drive a car while sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, no, in Vic, I mean, your brother's in Australia. I don't know whereabouts is he, but he's normally awake when he drives. Yeah, in Victoria, Australia, it's forbidden to wear pink hot pants after midday on a Sunday. I don't know what that's all about. Um, God, yeah, what's the beef with that? This is my favourite one out right. of all these facts I found here. Is in Washington State, you can't carry a concealed weapon that is over six foot in length. Because it's tough anyway, isn't it? It's, it's, you've got your work cut out, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's a tough ass to carry. Yeah. I mean, I'm 6'2", so I yeah. might just get away with it, but it's going to be yeah. out the top of my that's, that's quite some holster, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's going to be tough to, hold on, to conceal that. So, <laughs> Brilliant. Um, how many more you got? Oh, I've got loads. I mean, uh, I'm, learning, you know, I'm learning a lot of facts off the Octonauts. Do you watch the Octonauts? No. No, it's a bloody good programme. It's a kiddie programme. But the facts that I'm coming up with is um, they're, they're brilliant. I mean, it's educational. Penis Captivus, he's no, not on a kid's TV <laughs> no, show, Dale. That is not optimist. I like this one. If you die in Amsterdam with no next of kin and no friends or family to prepare the funeral or mourn over the body, a poet will write a poem for you and recite it at your funeral. How nice is that? That's nice. Just out of the blue. You know, some bloke comes up. I mean, you say funeral. Is there going to be a funeral? There'd be people that the poet would be there. Yeah. So it'll be just saying a poet, but you might not even know the bloke, and he might just say, oh, you know, in Dutch, this is the nice bloke. Yeah, or that's nice, though. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I've got to find this. I've got to find this one, Stu. This is a. It's a. It's a good one. It's about Wayne, the murder, the middle name murderer. That's bothering you now, isn't it? It is. I'm gonna to have to find that. I don't know where the. It's gone. Oh, I saved them all. What's that? Uh, additional facts on, on this photo that will, will, will justify uh, oh, the no, statement. Oh, no, there's nothing to say that we've asked 90%, you know. Right. It was just... Guesswork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, lo- I love the fact that Chris ain't here tonight and we've got the, the podcaster with more fucking guesswork than anyone. Oh, this, this is brilliant. This was a... It's a fan um, It's a... Some worms eat themselves if they can't find any food. What's the point? You know, if you're hungry, eat yourself, and you won't ever be hungry again because you'll pop it. You know, it's... You die full. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you won't go hungry. <laughs> you won't go hungry again, will you? But how much of you, yourself can you eat before you die? That's a point. Because you're going to have to eat your own mouth, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be quite hard to do. You'd have to start from the other end then, wouldn't you? You'd, yeah, I mean, it'd be some... mad if you used to try and start by eating your own face. <laughs> Yeah, because you're going to be... Yeah. What if you swallow your jaw? Yeah. <laughs> <Because> you <might>. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be eating the inside out. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. I've not looked into them, as you no, know. No, I mean, no. I might have to get I'm this worm. I'm up on that. Just see. There's one here that I like as well. Cows kill more people than sharks do. I mean... Yeah, that figures. And more people are killed. This is not on there, but I remember reading this one the other week. More people are killed by vending machines than sharks. Right. So, I mean... I don't know how you can get in that much bother with eventually. Well, I guess... When they keep your money and they don't drop that, the, yeah. the, that really pisses you off. And I can it see it some must arm be. It must be. Oh, yeah, you can try and get your arm up inside it, but I reckon that might be your Kit Kat's hanging half in and half out of the little swirly thing. You just give it a kick, nothing. Then I think that's when you go for that. I'm going to grab it by the sides <laughs> and give it a bit of a rock. And then it falls on top of you. And then it falls and kills on you. Yeah, I mean. And I mean, the thing is, as well, a vending machines, they're worldwide. Sharks. 
yeah. You know, only certain areas. They, they, they've come along these vending machines in the last few years. I don't know if you had one at school. Probably a bit older than this. You might not have been yeah. there yet. <laughs> but used to, our one, a can of Coke at school used to be thirty p. Yeah. And which is I don't know what it is now. I don't buy it. But and if you put the thirty twenty and the ten in and then pushed it multiple times. You'd get as many cans of coke out of the machine. Oh, really? Yeah, you used to go crazy. You'd be able to, and it used to. Screw and was that was that be the machines that when the can of coke come out, you used to go bang, 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 bang? Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah, loud, yeah, wasn't it? Because they've done people going yeah. like that. So yeah, so used to. So they've come along now. I mean, it's probably can clone you now. Yeah. And uh, make another copy of you. I'll tell you what we had in the in the toothbrush once, which was I've never seen it anywhere since, um, or or anywhere else at the time. We had one of them drinks vending machines. For cans of hooch. Oh, do you know? I remember hooch as well. Yeah. Because um, they they done this. Uh, they done Coca Cola hooch, didn't they? And different. Okay. They done different. They uh, alco pops. They yeah, were called, yeah. And they yeah. done all these different. Yeah. Hooches and stuff and yeah. different flavors. Well, I think hooch was like the first one, really, of, of the, the the kind of the yeah. alco pops and. Yeah, we had, we had a, a vending machine in the club where you just go out and put like a couple of quid in and get a can out of it. Yeah, but I was. I was um. I weren't really into them. I weren't no, really, I'm I not. I'd rather talk to someone than put money in a vending machine. I'd rather pay 5p more and just yeah. say to them, you know what, do you mind five? Because I'm a bit of a changer when it comes to food, you know, like, not so much if I'm with the family, I don't want to make a scene. <laughs> if, right. I, like, if I go to a cafe and I see, like, Ash Browns don't really fancy Ash Browns, can I change that for a portion of chips? Can I? And I end up screwing the old menu over, you know, yeah. I've changed like egg, bacon, sausage and beans to a lasagna, chips and peas or something with a bit of gravy on. So the only thing I've kept is the chips from the main. So you could have just ordered a different meal with chips? Yeah, but I've just, you know, I'm a bit like, oh, that looks good. I've always had a starter and a mains, you know, with, yeah. because I can't make up my mind. I'm not a big dessert person. I am if, I've, um, if I'm sitting watching TV at night, but not at a restaurant because I'm not a very sweet person. Right. I've had a, had a couple of beers or something. Yeah. But, so I end up going... Oh, but I want that for starters, but I don't like that that comes with it. It's like, I can't stand blue cheese. I can't, I can't. It's not right, I don't get it. I it don't get like, why people get a taste of earwax. No, nah, well, I don't know about you. I can see where you're coming from, but I think it smells like, it tastes like sweet socks. Yeah, it's not good, it's not good. I don't know why people make such a fuss about it. But, uh, you're right, it's, it's, the it's like, it's, do you remember when, when you played sport as a kid and then you smelt behind the watch? Yep. Yeah, it smells like the watch. Yeah, but that's that same smell that if <laughs> if you took an earring out and you, and you had a little smell of like what was what was inside I've like that. In yeah, it's I'm not, it's not nice. Up now, yeah, yeah, it's probably gone. All right, well look, we're literally on fifty-seven minutes, so we're we're nearly at the hour point. Dal, do you want to get another one in for the road? What have I got? How many you got left on there? No, I think that's about. It's a, I think that's about it. I mean, I've got I've got some really. Weird facts, but I don't want you know. They're, they're, yeah, I don't want to put them out there. They're real strange. They might. It's also, do you know, I'm one of these people that said when I'm arguing, I'm a. If someone mentions something, I go, I got a fact about that. Yeah. But unless it's been mentioned, I can't. Like, I went down to the shops the other week for my wife. She went, can you go down to the shops to get this, this, and this? I got to the shops, and I was like, I know I'm here for something. I don't know what I'm here for, so yeah. I had to phone her up. I think it's obviously stress and everything going yeah. on. No, I, I don't and think it is just that. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. <laughs> Are you like, really? Like, oh yeah, always yeah. Oh, right. I'm like, did you ever? Did you watch the Fast Show? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, there, there was I a, don't even remember that. Well, there was just... a, there was a character on there, and and his his wife had sent him to the shops, and she'd be like, "Oh, did you get the bread?" And he'd be like, "Even better." 
and he'd come back with something completely <laughs> fucking All irrelevant. And like, yeah, and like, and that's that's me. And I just oh. think like, oh, what did I come here for? Oh, you get. I yeah. know what she was like. Oh, you get everything but what she wanted. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot the. Uh, yeah. You know, like I wrote a story about it, actually one of Jackson's stories I wrote, and it starts off something um, about having a newborn baby. Jackson's realised he's got a little sister, and she, and it starts off. Um, I can hear voices. It's getting louder and louder. I told you last week we needed more milk powder, you know, and it goes yeah, yeah, off yeah. where Jackson has to get down the shops before he's thinking, oh, I'll beat Dad down the shops to get my, yeah. do- my little sister uh, some milk powder. And yeah. it starts off this whole chain reaction, and yeah. it's a nice little story, actually. It doesn't, it's not actually about milk powder, but it just gets Jackson yeah, to yeah, the arguments yeah, yeah. in everyday life. But, um, so that's, that's, a, that's a nice way to bring us on to what, you know, what I think we'll, we'll, we'll close the podcast with, which is... Jackson Superhero, Jackson Saves an Owl. Where's yeah. it available? It's available in Amazon, on Amazon, um, Waterstones, Foils, UntoldBooks.com, and that's about it at the moment. But okay. we want to, obviously, I just want it for people who are struggling, or even, even not struggling, you know, just for kids to know that it's not about TV, it's not about computer games. They can use their own imagination to get, you know, to get their dreams working in their head. You know, you don't want your... Imagine sitting there and thinking... My kid don't dream, you know. That's and I don't, yeah. you know. You know, hopefully they do. And but dreams are the best things that can happen when you when you're in such a hard life or stressful. Even kids at school, you know, that they're not getting what they want or getting what they need or, you know. But if they can dream it, at least they're spending twelve hours of yeah. getting what they want. If you yeah, know what I mean. Completely. So it's it's a nice way to put it. And I'd like to, I'd like to just get it out there for the kids. Just try yeah. and dream, basically. Well, you've done that, mate, and it's 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 absolutely amazing and. Now I know you was nervous coming yeah. around doing this, yeah. and and you've you've, you've you've smashed it, mate. And and yeah, thanks loads for coming on. And you know, I think it's incredible what you've done, and I think it's incredible what you you know you continue to do as a as a you know as a family man. And uh, yeah, proud to be your pal, mate. Thank you, and, uh, and yeah, and thanks loads for coming and doing this, Dal. And um, we'll put all the links out um, when when this comes out, where people can go and buy it and awesome. stuff like that. Thank you very so, much. Cheers. Brilliant. See you later. Cheers. Well, there you go. Um, what a lovely episode. It was very strange recording it without Chris. Um, the first time I'd ever had to do a hardcore listing episode with, without him. Um, so it felt weird not having my him being the the goose to my mav, um, my ant to my deck. Uh, but yeah, um, I was lucky that the guest was Darren and he was, you know, he's my friend. So it wasn't like I was sitting down with someone I'd never met before. So so that made it um, a lot easier. And the, yeah, what, what I want to say before we finish this podcast is please head over to Amazon or Waterstones or whatever and just, just have a little look at uh, um, Jackson's book. And, and if you can buy it, that would be amazing. Um, give it a, a like on, on Amazon and and say nice things about it because it all helps. And uh, and as you know now, you know, what, what Darren's family has, has gone through is, is not something that many of us have probably ever experienced and can probably, not in their wildest imagination, comprehend what, what that must be like. So... Um, Big love to Darren, uh, Becca, and, and the whole Goldwood family, uh, especially Jackson. 
And yeah, I will um, I will see you next week. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.